0: So here we are, chapter 11. Oh my God, look how intelligent we all look. So for those of you who can't see us, which is all of you, um, we're all wearing glasses. And so because we just feel that it makes us feel empowered, uh, more intelligent, uh, and I just feel that that will come across so well today. So just to warn you, um, we haven't had a pre-call. So we haven't actually planned this. So we've decided that we're just going to be throw it out there have a bit of a free-for-all see what happens and um yeah so so the glasses think well mm. so I had a bit of inspiration the other day I'm looking at um Instagram just flicking through people I follow and there's a guy that does um oh what's his name Tom uh, Tom Talks and uh you know he interviews people um and he he I just was captured by his picture because he just looked so intelligent because he had these particular glasses on and I just I wanted to feel what that felt like yeah that's the one Paul up spot on mate shame you can't see this guys but it's great um and and then I realized when I scrolled through it was actually Tom I did the podcast with but obviously with glasses on I didn't recognize him so I, I thought it'd be a good idea to Tom to explain to us why out of all his nine million photographs he has on social media. And <laughs> um, that, that was one particular photo he chose to, um, you know, what do you call it? Uh, the, develop that that new platform. Uh, would you like to explain?
1: Oh,
2: yeah, you've expo- you're exposing me onto the internet now. But um, yeah, so, uh, so honestly, I was struggling to find a picture where I looked intelligent. Um, <laughs> and so I thought, well, you know, I've got, I've got one picture that I've got some glass on that makes me vaguely intelligent and makes me look vaguely intelligent, but the story behind it shows how, uh, <laughs> how that's not true. Um, but yeah, so I, the picture of my Tom talks, which is a, uh, I guess it's a show I'm doing now on Instagram mm-hmm. I'm on episode 16 as of tomorrow. And both of uh, Paul and Shirley have been on and given me some uh, valuable education, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so the picture that I chose is me sitting on top of a, a bar in the states, and uh, it was when I was tra- I'd been traveling for work for uh, four days, came home to my apartment being underwater, and decided that was a good excuse to go out and get drunk. And uh, yeah, when I when I when I get drunk, apparently I like to steal people's glasses, and so <laughs> um, it's all an illusion. But you know, clearly it worked on you, Cheryl, So. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll take that as a win.
0: <laughs> no, honestly, do I, I? I feel incredibly empowered today. I really do. So, how's the, just while I've got you on, actually? So, how's you're obviously the last week of January. We got that. I know you haven't had a particularly bad time, but I know it for most people, it's been a bit of a dark month. So, how how yeah, um, how has your last week been since I yeah. last you? Yeah,
2: I've been all right. I mean, um, again, I just kind of sticking to the fundamentals that have kept me going throughout the whole of all the lockdowns really is just trying to keep myself as busy as possible and doing things like this podcast and um and the tom talks and and studying as well just taking each day as it comes i think there's there's been a few moments especially in this last week where i've definitely um it's definitely started to creep into my mind of like I just can't see when this is going to end, you know, like at the beginning it was yeah. like, all right, well, we're in this, let's make the most out of this. Okay. You know, f- focus on the stuff we talked about previously, but I can get where people at this point might start to, that might start to fade for them. And I think yeah. it's at this point where I'm really kind of digging deep to say, right. Okay. Just keep going. Just keep making the most out of every day. And, uh, yeah, so it's been fine. This week has been absolutely fine. But I, there has been a few more moments where I've kind of sat there and be like, oh, yeah. I would love to go back to the real world. Yeah, I'd
0: love to get back no. into
2: the, to the gym and be with clients um, and stuff. And just little things, you know, just like interacting with people and just being yeah. able to actually, like, give people hugs. Like, yeah. it's just, I think, you know, at some point we will we'll get through this and hopefully we'll all be very grateful for other humans after this but i think it's going to be a while still so we got to kind of dig You into
0: find yourself like watching movies or tv programs like from way back like a year ago and um you, you people are like hugging each other i watched uh, an episode uh old episode of um you know when davina finds their family and obviously she told this woman the news they'd found her daughter hmm. and then she just broke down and Davina just literally immediately went over and just gave her this massive hug and she was crying. And it was such a, it was, and it was just such a poignant moment. But first time I, I reacted with like, wow, you just don't see that.
2: Well, the worst one for me is like <laughs> seeing people in like Australia and like New Zealand and like, I know, I know. they're just what going is around as normal, normal now. I've seen it like- all
0: the time. I know. I'm very,
2: very jealous of it, you know, but at some point
1: we will get back to that at some yeah,
0: point. Okay. And Paul, how have you been, huh?
1: Yeah, good, thanks. I'm just disappointed that the um, wearing glasses to look smart doesn't seem to work for me. It just it makes it, everyone else wears glasses and you go, oh, they look intelligent. I wear glasses and it's like, oh, his eyes don't even work. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing on the list that's wrong.
0: Oh, are they actually your glasses
1: yeah they are yeah i i i got told about 12 years ago probably that when i I was working in an office driving a lot on a laptop i got told that i should probably wear glasses whilst on a laptop or driving which was pretty much all the time so I, i did what everybody does in that situation and you spend a fortune on designer glasses um for one pair to live in the car and one pair to live in the drawer with my boxes and socks and that's where they've been <laughs> ever since um and the good thing is is I i can still see pretty much all right um and the interesting thing yeah. is is the reason why i went and got my eyes tested in the first place was yeah. because i was playing darts on a i think i used to play monday night darts which was always strange because it was a Monday and I'd get shit-faced and then you'd wake up and it'd be like oh, it's oh yeah all
0: well done they've all been
1: there Tuesday um
0: yeah
1: but I remember playing and I wasn't even that drunk this night but I was really struggling to see the board really clearly like it, it's the first time I ever noticed it and I was like and I, I'm, I'm putting it down to why I played so badly that evening because I, I couldn't see the board but normally what used to happen with me is I'd start slow I'd get like three or four pints in and I'd start playing really well and then I knew that if I had like the fifth and the sixth pint that my game would deteriorate very quickly. Yeah.
2: The sweet but,
1: spot. Yeah so I'd sit around the four the five pints play some good darts and away we go uh, and this particular evening uh, at, at the fourth and the fifth pint level um th- my game wasn't improving and I couldn't really see the board and I knew I wasn't drunk enough to be struggling with my eyesight um but i also knew that i wasn't sober enough to be playing that badly and um, mm-hmm. so when i got an eye test and they're like yeah you, you should probably have some glasses which i think they probably tell everyone uh, yeah uh, upon reflection my eyesight was probably fine and they were like yeah buy these glasses with just normal
0: it would Cheaper to give up darts because not only would you have saved on beer
1: yeah you're
0: looking at a few hundred quid there paul you know
1: yeah, I mean, there is that. But what you need to appreciate is the glasses will buy one, get one free. So that was oh. your saving. And it was Monday night darts and I used to play with my dad. Um, so I was very good at um, getting him to drive, but also to buy the drinks. So, <laughs> oh, so you can't
0: even use that me. one.
1: Yeah, so darts didn't cost me a lot. Um But tricky. Yeah, just feel... Disappointed that everyone else puts glasses on and suddenly, like their IQ goes up ten points. I put glasses on, and
0: just well, my my first thing was 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 much scarier than darts. I mean, I know darts can be scary, especially if you aim them into the crowd. But um, (laughs) I had had, I'd been driving a couple of years, and part of my journey home from where I worked was a very very windy road that went downhill. Mm. Never had a problem doing it for two years. Yeah, and. It literally was one evening it was a bit it had been raining uh, so the road was a little bit wet anyway uh, which can be a little bit distorted with rope with street lights but i remember turning right at the traffic lights to go onto this road coming down the road and it was literally i suddenly i cannot see the white lines i couldn't see what was coming at me and i the only thing that saved me was knowing that i know the road because i've done that so many hundreds of times mm. um and it, but I remember getting to the roundabout at the bottom and having this. <laughs> like I knew that 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 had just scared me a little bit, and I just thought, oh my god, like because you know I was what nineteen twenty. You're like, oh my god, I'm going blind, obviously. <laughs> but basically, that what had happened in a very very short space of time. I'd lost my distant sight. It, it had gone from normal, and I'd lost my distance sight. So. Yeah, initially I was wearing glasses just for driving um, and then long-term I've ended up having to wear lenses for distance obviously that's changed over time again but it was it was like I did the same thing as Paul I went to the opticians bought the most expensive ridiculous pair of glasses because I was young and earning good money and they, they sell you them in them days you didn't have spec savers and all these cheapy places get and buy one get one free it was either design or nothing and they had. Remember, they had little bits on them at the side, little Demonte thing. And looking back now, they were hideous.
2: Well, I feel that's shitty now. Wear, that's that's
0: what I discovered contact
2: Well, <laughs> I have I have zero reason to be wearing glasses now. You guys have got at least good excuses to wear glasses. I had no I, unless I'm drunk. You're or are looking oh. a
0: bit like um uh Bono. Actually, there's a little bit of Bono going on there.
2: With the beanie and <laughs> <in> the glasses, <laughs> not a great combination, is it? But
0: <laughs> anyway, going back to Paul. So yeah, how's your week been? Have been any, any highs this week that you want to tell about?
1: Um, nah, no. <laughs> uh, no yeah. I mean,
0: anything. I don't. You know, not just in anything in particular that just kind of made that change, change the mindset a little bit, made things a little bit better.
1: Uh, yeah, actually, um, there the, there is. Uh, I've when I when I first started coaching, there was a short period of time where I was coaching uh an Australian girl who lived in Dubai and I was very pleased to say that I was an international coach because it makes you sound much better than
0: massively just yeah.
1: being a normal coach you could coach a thousand people in the UK or you could coach two people in total one in the UK one and abroad Being
0: international, yeah I get that
1: the coach makes you sound bigger so I really enjoyed it um but she then had a baby so Stopped stopped working with me, uh, which is fair enough. It's a good. It's about the only reason I, I normally accept when people are like, I'm going to stop working with you. I'm like, oh, what is it? I'm having a baby. I'm like, cool. That, was,
0: is that for as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, that 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 basically. Now I've said that, all of my clients will be like, or even the guys, like, I'm having a baby. <laughs> like, can I talk about this, so sure. <laughs> um, yeah. but I've uh, taken on a new client thanks to the power of social media, who is from Bulgaria. So, yeah, back to being an international coach. So basically what I'm going to do now is just ramp my prices up to like £400 a month because I'm so in demand internationally now. <laughs> <laughs> you need
0: to change your status then. You need to put yourself international coach.
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to. i, I I'm going to change Instagram. I'm going to change Facebook. I'm pretty much just going to change everything. Um, I would- I'm, 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 I don't want to like come across egotistical and stuff so I, I'm trying to hold on a bit so what I'm going to go with is world renowned international coach extraordinaire wow. <laughs> I think that that's quite understandable that's, that's it's beautiful. subtle
0: yeah and, and what you do then is you want to take that down to single letters you know like just the initials of each one I
1: yeah.
0: put that after your name It'll just start a conversation, if nothing else.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we should. Pro- I'm going to write down now. I'm going to find a poster I'm going to write down. i do
0: it, because otherwise you'll forget. Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. But also, it'll be interesting. I want
0: to see that. I want to see that after your name today. Spell. That's your homework.
1: What did I say it was? World-renowned international coach yep. extraordinaire. So I'm a Ricco. What,
0: does spell? what does that spell? Ricco. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a Ricco. the words as well, it's even better
1: yeah exactly i mean it's loosely a word yeah (laughs) (laughs) in that i've written it down and i can just about pronounce it in a way that makes it sound like a word it makes it good to spell it how it sounds that's not how you work
0: but well um, i started i started couch to 5k i don't know if you picked up on social media but yeah um, you said
1: you were
0: doing it and uh, i I don't like doing running i've only ever done it for charity before and and i i didn't even like the charity after i finished because i just felt they'd put me through hell to raise them a few thousand pounds but um no it's it's been okay um first one was fine the second one was challenging I mean, I'm talking, I run in total for eight minutes on the second one. The third one, it was raining outside, so I decided to do it in my bedroom. And I, I did think that would make a hilarious um, live feed of me running on the spot when I was doing my run and then trying to walk around the two bits of carpet that I've got, spent, <laughs> which was my brisk walk. But I got through it. Nothing I mean, held me not back. The definition you know what
2: dedication. I don't know what is. it yeah. is.
0: Yeah. 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 And, um,
2: and then, and then I,
0: I went my first one, week what sorry week two first run was yesterday, and it's been up now to ninety seconds running. So I was feeling a little bit stressed about that, and it was raining again. But I thought, no, I am going to go out. Um, so even though my hip was hurting, you know, my lovely hip, um, it, I got through it. And then I came home and did half an hour body pump. It ended up being an hour. Um, so I've got, I've got the, I've got the training bug back a little bit this has kind of inspired me to do it and i've what i've done now as well since we spoke last week is i've i've kind of um you can see this they can't i've kind of got one of these calendars and i'm i'm actually writing everything on there uh and doing little little tick boxes of little tasks i need to achieve every day i mean like you know the yesterday it was to do my um my run do body pump, go and get the week shopping so that we're done and we've got plenty of food in for the week. Um, go to my friends and pick up my workbook for my uh, first social media uh, pod, uh, pod, uh, meeting last night. So I'm just trying to get a leaf out of your books and uh, just try and kind of be a bit more visually organised because I think with me, I need to have it. I've got highlighter pen, you know, it's like I need to have that there. I know what I'm doing. And also... Um, this, this thing, of why, why I decided to teach Pilates, I, I did my friend's class on Thursday night online, which was sort of body balance, yoga, a little bit of everything. And because that's what my chiropractors told me I need to do. And I, did, I actually got through it fine. And funny enough, uh, a lot of the aches and pains I had before I did it were gone. And I thought there's something in this. And then a, a random conversation with my da- friends, uh, with my daughter's friend, um, she actually gave me a contact who I can do the course with now um, through Zoom and online. Uh, it's all Simpsa qualified, it's all above board. Um, and I'm having a call with her at 12:15 to get set up to start my teacher training. Nice. Uh, I just feel that uh, I don't know how you guys feel, but um I know you you work with a different dynamic and in a different way to me. But I just feel that. With everything that's happened in the last year there are going to be people who are going to come to me who maybe used to train and haven't done nothing for a year or they've been sat in a really bad chair at home for a year or they're going to be uh, you know they're going to have lost core strength from doing a lot more sitting down all this sort of stuff and I felt just getting a little bit of feedback from my clients since we've been working outside as well that they're not all going to want to do weight training and boxing and stuff like that. And I think if I can have another string to my bow where I can actually offer an hour of Pilates or, or half and half or so that we can actually do like half of our time together working on core strength and then half the rest of the time doing, um, like you know, focused training. Um, it just opens up a bit more of a door for me. Plus it's, it's more interesting for me. <laughs> I I want to learn about it and about how it all works, because I know it's been around for absolute years. Um, And I know lots of people who are doing it now, especially as they're getting older, because I think as well it is quite relaxing.
1: Yeah, and to be honest with you, I completely agree, because I've noticed where I've been sat down more in this lockdown, certainly than the last one, because the weather's been shit, so I haven't been able to get out.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. the gym I did train last week once one day yay I Go really enjoyed it but I haven't done it since um but what I haven't actually noticed is um I've started to get a reoccurrence I always used to suffer with very tight hamstrings which would give me very bad lower back pain sort of like like sciatica but I know it's stemming from my legs rather than starting in my back and shooting into my legs is it's going the opposite way and yep. it, my back's the anchor point so it, it hurts there and then I feel it sort of through my legs and stuff um yep. so it's I've horrible. I've actually started doing um yoga each week because I pay a yoga teacher to do to provide yoga for, for my clients um, <laughs> so I've started doing that as well I'm like fuck it I'm paying I'm her pa- I'm pa- every week to do it so I'm so as- <laughs> as- using myself
0: um, to join in you
1: get yeah. mates and I've forgotten how much I enjoyed it I I, I started doing one of my back issues getting really bad when I was playing quite a lot of football and and stuff I started going to Pilates at the gym that I was at at the time and it helped me massively I, I my flexibility actually I, I could touch my toes without bending my knees or lifting my foot off the floor um, oh. and stuff and it really improved things I mean I don't get me wrong I wasn't amazing but I was a lot better than I was on my first session when we were told to lie on our backs legs out straight keep your legs straight and lift them to the ceiling and mine got about an inch off the floor and already <laughs> and I've got this instructor walking around the room she's like no no legs straight and I'm like yeah <laughs> there, there you go she's like, is that the best you can do I'm like "They made me feel bad I thought that was good the best I can do without
0: a crane in the room yes
1: I'm like, that's that's as good as we've got and she's like well we want to keep our legs straight I'm like it's good to have goals but
0: I can't do that either when I lift you know when you do um uh leg raises yeah you know you see people like just going like pendulums like that like my legs just will not go straight
1: well my favorite thing from from yoga this week that made me feel both it it made me feel like myself again but also very insecure about my my flexibility was uh
0: <laughs> no yeah that's me exactly what I was thinking last week yeah
1: yeah one of the moves lead on our backs leg leg up straight and it was like hold the back of your leg feel that stretch and then walk your hands up towards your ankles and if you can bring your shin to your forehead and I was like shin to the what's this all about look at the screen and the girl that's doing the yoga is literally there like lead on her back and her, her leg is completely straight head against her her bloody shin and I'm like And she's holding like the back of her heel, and I'm just sat there like I couldn't even get past my knee with
0: my hands,
1: (laughs) let alone get my head anywhere near it. And I was just like, "Well, this." this I
0: think think that's what it is as well. Like up till November last year, before the last lockdown, um, because I was teaching what seven eight classes a week. At the end of every class, we stretched. Yeah. So So at least seven seven times a week. Yeah, I was doing like a full body. Like hamstrings quads you know and i haven't done it since only sporadically and i'm really noticing it. it's terrible how it, it just so quickly goes away <laughs>
1: Like well it, it annoys me because obviously quite a few of my my clients are younger than me i'm not the oldest i'm only 32 um I, uh, there's there's still life in the uh the middle age but um i've it's where, where I'm starting to notice. Uh, probably a good job they can't see this podcast because I think if they saw me with the fact that I've been complaining about my back issues and I'm now wearing glasses, they'd be like, fuck, he has aged. Um, but there's nothing more demoralizing than when you're doing check ins and it's like, yeah, how's your evening? Yeah, yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, a bit, bit of low back pain. And you've got like these 20 something year olds all going, yeah, it's because you're old. Like,
0: fuck off.
1: <laughs> oh. Welcome
0: to my world.
1: I'm not old as I go and sit in my bar on my own, smoke a cigar and drink whiskey. I'm not old! <laughs>
0: <laughs> in your <laughs> little check. Yeah. Do you actually have a smoking jacket? One of those, you know, you know, the burgundy ones, you know?
1: I don't. I have I have a burgundy tux because why wouldn't you? Um, oh my. Uh, but no, I, I've wanted one for a long time. When I used to live in Blamford, I always maintained there was a, there's a gun shop in Blamford. Um, and... When I, when I moved into my house with my ex, we got given a chair that we used to affectionately refer to as the fugly chair because it, it was fuck ugly. But this chair was the comfiest thing you'll ever sit on. So we put a throw over it to make it look less shit because it was red and it was velvet. But it was a reclining armchair and it was like... I haven't sat anything so comfortable in my life. I don't know what they were doing in the 70s. They were designing some shit-looking furniture, but it was very comfy. <laughs> uh, ever since I had that chair I, I met and moved to the country, I was like, well, I need—I live in the countryside now. I've got this lovely armchair. I need a smoking jacket. I need some tweed slippers, and I need a pipe. But I was only like 21, 22 at the time, so I've, I, I didn't ever venture down that route. But now I've got a little bit older, and now I now I can occasionally enjoy a cigar without thinking things like that's really bad for your health um because I've, I've appreciated that i'm gonna die now whereas when you're in your 20s you're like oh, that's never gonna happen to me i'm gonna live, I'm gonna live forever whereas now it's like I've, I've, I've witnessed a year of covid and i'm like any day now like. <laughs> any day now,
0: like. speed it up <laughs>
1: um <laughs> sorry i got real dark didn't it and um, but with the bar i've got i've got like these plans i've got i'm gonna redecorate the bar and a, a, it's gonna look amazing but part of it i'm gonna get myself a nice armchair to go out there and i am gonna i am gonna invest in a smoking jacket because I think- it's got i've now got to the point where it's no longer ironic like i'm, I'm, no, much, I'm at an acceptable age now to, to start planning my retirement just start slowing down
0: just for that, just for the time it takes to smoke that cigar, it's a sign of wealth, you know. That wealth, and intelligent, and the well, and, and, world.
1: And the thing, actually, genuinely though, something I've learned from doing like my journaling and stuff is that it's important to take a little bit of time, like each day for yourself. And for me, most days that's doing my journal. But every now and then, it is nice of an afternoon or an evening to sit, good music, whether it's a coffee, whether it's a whiskey, whether it's a beer, whatever it is, have a cigar and just let time just just float by it's nice it's good for the soul it's all right it's
0: probably i agree with you
1: oh good for your actual physical health smoking and i don't recommend it to people but at the same time sometimes it's nice just to take a load off so uh, i'm gonna get a smoking jacket i want to get some pipes not to smoke from but i think they look cool so i'll probably get like some decent decorative pipes to go on a shelf so people are like he's really into this smoking Still, I learned the uh, the language, the lingo, yet. But I may also get a bubble pipe so that I can actually sit and just, be like, and then instead of smoking. Oh, that will
0: need video. That'll
1: definitely. Uh, yeah, it'll be done. Well, one day, one day, once I've got one and once the bar is decorated, I'll do. We'll do a podcast from the bar so that you guys can see it, and then. Oh, we'll, no, I can't
0: wait. We're going to have to do that. We can't. I can't wait for that day.
1: And we might have to. Uh, we might have to I then, have to be then share the video just so that people can witness how unbelievably cool i am because there's there's no (laughs) no disputing the fact that if you're like 32 and you've got a nice felt smoking jacket maybe maybe a nice nice sort of neck scarf with a a decent paisley pattern on it Uh, a bubble pipe maybe i'll break out the glasses who knows um but either way i'm gonna look people will be writing to me from around the world not just renowned now yeah i am and and they won't just be begging for me to coach based <laughs> on this image, but it's gonna they're, they're gonna be like, how do you get so cool? And I'll be like, well, can't teach you. Right? <laughs> you've got it. But what I can tell you, <laughs> you do My need to be driving this fast. <laughs> <length>. <laughs> My next
0: question was going to be what are your goals? But
1: nailed it. Well, no. you've
0: just literally smashed <laughs> it out of the park.
1: Yeah, well, I think if we're going to go into goals, obviously we've got the short-term stuff, you know, decorate the bar, smoking jacket, nice pair of slippers.
0: Yeah, you have.
1: But, yeah.
0: but long-term, <laughs> you've, you've got a lot of little...
1: Yeah, but longer-term goals. Um, and I, I discussed this with um, my steps to well-being, like business coach core that I had yesterday. I said, obviously, now I'm coaching internationally again, the, the goal is back on the <laughs> world domination, which he instantly <laughs> thought I meant you know taking over the fitness industry across the world and i had to i had to correct him say no no that's just the first step towards becoming a global leader sort of world dictator um that kind of thing so um yeah i feel like the steps are in motion and and what better image if we're all gonna internationally collectively as a a race of eight billion people all going to be dictated to or, or led um if you will by one man what better man to be led by than 33 year old with a big beard a nice velvet smoking jacket who enjoys a cigar because i think we can all appreciate probably the greatest leader that england's ever had or the uk you've
0: only got to look at um, at, at illustrations from children's books about the bible and look at what jesus looked like And, and it's not You know, necessarily an uncanny thing, but he did in fact wear, in most pictures, long burgundy robes, and did in fact have a beard, which was not dissimilar in color to yours. I'm just saying. Exactly. The glasses, glasses,
2: but we can add them in.
0: Well, I mean, I I, I think I've drawn them on most pictures in my life anyway. Obviously, being a Catholic (laughs) brought Catholic. (laughs) Also,
1: here's the beautiful thing: that fictional creature called Jesus. He can look (laughs) however we want him to because he's. Made up so. Um,
0: Beauty that podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that's basically if we're going down the the route of goals, it's you know, short term, get the get the bar finished off. Mid term, take over the fitness industry sort of globally, and then sort of from there become world leader, save the world.
0: Right. Well, so Tom, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where I go from
2: here. To be honest, like.
0: Well, I- it, okay. Well, what, what, what's, what's short term, short term,
2: short term.
0: Oh, sh- uh, what's, what's well, you
2: this month? what you, what's your plan? What is plan? Ah, uh, well, I mean, I'm not quite planning on world domination yet, so that's more of a long term goal. So me and Paul might have to battle that out to the death at some point. But um, right we'll point oh, that's true. Yeah, we can take it over together. Maybe the gym and tonic talk, uh, gym and tonic podcast, just takes over, and we just uh, world domination <laughs> together. But um
0: yeah uh, you'll need me there keep you both in line all right
2: Yes, that's true um on a a serious note short-term goals will be to finish this master certification and get this out the way i've probably got about i'm hoping about six more weeks get it done and uh once i've done that then i can kind of move on to different education that i can really really specify where i want to go with it because doing this certification it's been great and it's and it was well worth the investment it's been well worth the time but it's it's very um dictated by what they want you to learn and i would like to now go into learning more things about the things that i'm interested in yeah um and then as well you know keep developing stuff like the these kind of platforms like the tom talks and um the podcast because i feel like this is something that has been a blessing in skies when it's when we're in lockdown is that we have these platforms now that we can, you know, learn. I mean, with Tom talks, I'm learning so much from so many different people about so many different topics. And it's, cool. um, it is something that I think we're going to have to really get good at with what's happened in the last year is that the industry, the world is going to be a very different place when we get back to what we're, whatever normality is, because, things will be different. People's opinions and 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 the way they see things will be different. So we're going to have to be ready to, to provide different services than what we were doing before. And we're going to have to know a lot more about the things that people are doing now to keep themselves busy. They're going to keep wanting to do them if they enjoy doing them in lockdown. So the more, I guess, educated we can be on, on, on those kind of things, the, the better we're prepared will be to, you know, to stay current, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Apart from that, I, I don't really tend to think too long term when it comes to goals because I, I, I've made that mistake in the past where I, I can remember going for a big job interview when I was like twenty six, and one of the questions was, "Where do you want to be in five years' time?" Right, and oh. I could tell you to the T what I wanted, <laughs> what I wanted to do and what I wanted to achieve in five years, and I remember the guy who actually hired me for the job after three years, I'd achieved everything that I'd set out to do. And he came up to me and he patted me on the back. He said, you know, you said you're going to achieve this stuff in five years, You've done it in three years. And it was supposed to be this big, amazing moment that I've done so well. And in my head, all I can think about is I'm fucking miserable because the stuff that I thought I wanted wasn't what I actually really wanted. And so what I tend to do now is I go at this moment, what do I want? Okay, let's go get it. And then I reassess very quickly on After achieving those stuff, is it do I still want to go down that road or do I now want to go to a different way? Like, you know, I started doing my mass certification, the whole process started seven years ago. Wow. And I'm now right at the end of it. But, you know, it's not necessarily the thing that I would have loved to spend the last seven years doing it that way. If I could have done it a different way, then I probably would have done But I committed now so i've got six months left and uh six weeks left and then um and then hopefully it's done but yeah so i don't tend to go too too in depth into like what's the plan for next year because who knows we'll be in lockdown 20 by then and then
0: this is one of the interesting things that came out of the um you're talking about like looking ahead it's like one of the interesting things that's come out of my course i started last night is that we've got to do a vision board uh, mm-hmm. And then post it in the group. So we've got to do it on Canva, so we can access pictures and stuff. It's all about one getting used to um social media using Canva, but it's also obviously to sort of get a picture of uh, to do this thing as a as a task to really think about why you're doing the social media course. And uh, Canva's and- great. And- Canva's great. And I, you know, I, it, I don't know what I'm going to do. I haven't sat down and thought about it yet. But you know, like you said, it, the world's so different now. It's like. So I'm going to have to really like push everything aside that is going on now and still stick to what I want, I guess. Um, And obviously I've got the last week has brought, you know, this this Pilates thing to me. I'm doing the social media thing. I've got a new client who I'm starting uh, with her on Thursday. Um, Two clients that have both had COVID and are fine and, and well to a point now. Um, are back with me next week, so that's gonna. I'm going to have to completely adapt and change their training, and um, because they are still very lethargic and and mm. their energy levels are extremely low, so I'm going to have to completely adapt their training, uh, which again will be a challenge. And again, that comes back to what you're saying, Tom. We are going to be up against this.
2: Yeah,
0: this. Who they may have long term COVID. They may have. They may not be able to d- be like they were. Three or four months
2: ago, you know, so it, it's so interesting when you know you're doing your social media course, and us now the only way we're really able to help people is through social media and these yeah. kind of platforms. And tomorrow, I've got a, a, a Tom Talk with a girl that has a following of 25,000 people, which I'm a bit nervous about going live because I don't know how many people are actually going to be watching, but it's just fascinating to me that like, this wasn't a thing when I was growing up, this wasn't a thing when we, when I started in the the health and fitness industry and it's all just, it's taken off. And now like there is a responsibility that we are, we have for one to, if you've got platform, I mean, again, on my fitness page, I've got, I'm one away from 200 people. So I'm not anywhere near her level, but you know, it's. I can sort out
0: love. I'll see what I can sort out.
2: Exactly. Yeah. But you know, you put 200 people in the room and it's like, holy crap, but That's you you, you, put, you put a post out to 200 people and it's like, it's, it's oh, you got a tiny little platform, like who are you, you know? It's this thing where now, and and I one of the things I'm gonna to talk to her about tomorrow is the responsibility she has to provide, you know, if she's a fitness account with 24,000 people or 25,000 people, you've got a responsibility there now to make sure the information you're giving out is valuable because you can influence and, so okay. many people. and Yeah, and, exactly. And not damaging to, to people because it's there's such a, a, a wide variety of people that are going to see that post. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah, I'm
0: definitely jumping on that one because I want to hear what she's got to say. Mm-hmm. That's, definitely though, isn't
1: it? With with social media, it's probably a good point just to sort of round off on is the fact that I would say all of us probably consider ourselves to have relatively small social followings. Like mine's 2,200 and something. Shall I'm not too sure what yours are, Tom. you said, you've got a couple of hundred. But it, that's... Socially deemed as having a small following, but if you were to be Mm. physically followed everywhere you went by two thousand two hundred people, like walking behind you, that's (laughs) a lot of people walking (laughs) behind. That's how I I always like picture it. I always find it mad, but I've got like two thousand people following me, like that's crazy. But it brings a responsibility, and and unfortunately, in the world of social media, there's enough accounts who are labelled as fitness accounts Mm. who are giving out information. To massive audiences, and the information they're giving out is, uh, is is fucking terrible. And and it made me chuckle a little bit, Tom, when you were talking about your Tom Talks and that you're learning so much from the people that you've been bringing on. And I can't help but draw comparisons uh, in, in terms of the 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 golfing difference of approach between Shirley's and mine. Shirley comes on about <laughs> a really good detailed topic about like menopause and women's health <laughs> and women's fitness, and I'm just there basically angrily pointing out who's a cunt in the industry. really made it. We really made it to the end without
0: it. It, it
1: <laughs> was
0: but that's the that
2: that's a, the that's, a, that's the great thing about it is that I mean I'm able to talk to so many different people so many different topics. And it's re I mean like I'm getting like hundred and fifty people watching these videos and I'm like it's fascinating to me that 150 people are exposed to that conversation. that lasts an hour. And again, just example for you two, so different, you know? So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of positive social media, but again, unfortunately what I'll say is normally the big followings are not the ones that are are giving out the best information. It's normally the smaller followings that actually got the quality information that people can actually use. But unfortunately people assume because they got a large following that they know their stuff and it's just not the case. So if you're interested in figuring out how you know to build your platform, listen to the Tom talk tomorrow, because I'm fascinated. I have no idea how to get to that level. <laughs> so,
0: Right, guys, we've got to say goodbye. Um, it's been lovely catching up with you, and I hope everyone enjoys this. It's just us guys being real, and we shall be back next week.
2: Peace out, people. Cheers, guys.
0: Out. See you later.